hello, welcome to episode three of In the Seven. It is I, Hasith, and uh, alongside me I've got my most gracious, attractive young man of a host, Mr. Nuan Ronasinger. How are you? Well, doing well, Hasith. That was a, that was a very eloquent introduction, I must admit. It is I, Hasith. <laughs> what are you like? Like some some Lord of the Rings character, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, we're, we're back and I'm excited to chat cricket with you again, Hasith. Uh, yeah, take it away. Yeah, no one. Um, lot, lots, of, uh, lots of things to talk about today in, in this episode. Uh, just before we do get into that, actually, I did want to uh, just touch on something. Uh, you've, uh, you've been quite busy as of late. I've heard you. I've uh, heard you got a new internship at uh, Zero Digital Media. Is that correct? Yeah. Thanks very much for the that the, 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 the Yes, I've um, yeah. So I'm in my final year studying sports media, and um, yeah, I was lucky enough to be selected to uh, become a cricket writer uh, for a little sports network called Zero Digital Media. So yeah, I've been just pumping out articles. Um, yeah, publishing you know a few bits and pieces for them, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Really, it's, I, I really do. I really do enjoy writing about cricket. Um, funnily enough, it might catch you by surprise, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been going no, good, and um, it's just great to raise a profile. And you know, hopefully, there'll be some good op- uh, more opportunities out of that in the future. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I, I know. I've, you've, you've, uh, how many have you got? Like ten or eleven articles up, up to now? I think. Is that yeah, right? I've published. I published eleven articles now, so it's uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, no, the, the the team there that they they make me work pretty hard. You know, I've been writing. <laughs> As they not, should. Yeah, I mean, I've been writing not just about Sri Lankan cricket, but I've been writing about Zimbabwe, Netherlands. Mm. Um, you know, recently there was a phenomenal, uh, you know, New Zealand and Ireland cricket match, so I was uh, reporting about that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, the Zero Digital Media boys, they're they're fantastic. I I I really appreciate them. Um, you know, they really give me a chance to uh, just sort of exercise my writing flair and uh, Your you know prowess. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, just yeah. you know, be able to chat cricket on a on a platform like that. So no, good stuff so far. Amazing, amazing. Well, good stuff, Noam. Definitely uh, keen to hear how that's traveling in the next uh, next few episodes or so. Yeah. Uh, but let's get stuck into today's. Uh, I guess the the meat and potatoes of uh, today's conversation. Oh, I love that. Mm. Let us talk about. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the cricket. The crickets uh, that Sri Lanka and Australia have been playing. Let's talk about the last test, the second test. What do you think? I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna say too much. I'm gonna ask you. What do you think overall? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Hasid. Given how badly they play in the first test, my my hopes are at like an all time low. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, there's absolutely no way. I thought Sri Lanka were overawed. I thought they'd be mentally disintegrated after Travis Head's uh, brilliant with the ball. But <laughs> lo and behold, Sri Lanka being Sri Lanka, they they managed to do some pretty miraculous things, and uh, mm-hmm. I was incredibly proud of the way. Uh, Sri Lanka held it together and uh, ab- managed to defeat Australia by an innings in Test cricket. Who would have thought, right? That is, for me, that's unheard of. Mm. So you know, I think it's literally unheard of. I don't think Sri Lanka's ever done that before, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, pri- I just want to put some numbers out there, Hasit, because you know, they sure, often, hit me. <laughs> they help to contextualize things, and uh, so that second Test match at, Ga- at Gore, which which Sri Lanka won by an innings, that win was only Sri Lanka's fifth Test match victory against Australia. It was mm. the first time that Sri Lanka had defeated Australia by an innings in Test cricket, right? And um, mm-hmm. that 554 that they scored in the first innings, that is the highest team total scored by Sri Lanka against Australia in Test cricket oh, wow. as well. So uh, in that one game, there was like three records broken. And there's a few more that I'll mention, but those are the, the, those are the three that really stood out to me. So yeah. it was incredible. Incredible. Um, yeah, I think... Um, 
this is, this is, I had no idea about the 554 being the highest. I did know, I think I did hear about the innings, uh, winning by an innings is the first time that's ever been happened, uh, that's ever happened with us. But that's oh, that's really just to see, like, I think the how hot and cold like it can be. Like, <laughs> if any countries, if any country is capable of doing something like this. It's definitely Sri Lanka, right? Like, what what, what is going on? We're in incon- we're consistently inconsistent, and yeah. it's on both ends of the spectrum. I love. What do you think that is? I I, I love the way you said that. Consistently <laughs> inconsistent. Um, I mean, that's what it is, right? I mean, there. Are, I mean, there are there are only a few consistent things in life, and that's uh, death, taxes, and oh, uh, shut up, no. and Sri Lanka giving us like, Sri Lanka giving us a heart attack in the cricket. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, look, I think it just comes down to I don't know. Uh, a bit of belief, a bit of trial and error. Um, you know, we, we, we will froth about Chandimal's amazing double century, but I think the, the, the guy who was like the sort of the, the under-the-radar hero for me was uh, Prabhat Jayasurya, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The left-arm spinner that was just brought in out of, the, out of the blue. He wasn't even in the squad, funnily enough, right? He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't even named in the squad. And this bloke just comes out of nowhere, picks up 12 wickets in his first ever match for Sri Lanka and just, you know, turns the match on its head. And... Um, you know, cricket's a funny game because, you know, I'm not going to say Sri Lanka are out of the woods now and that they're back to being a good team, but these kind of wins definitely do, you know, warm your heart. And uh, mm-hmm. I think for me, it, it was what, what really stood out was Sri Lanka's resolve because, you know, they were like, uh, what, three for 186, you know, they were sort of, you know, they were neither here nor there, but then, you know, the, the established um, players all did their part, right? There were there were 50s mm-hmm. from Dimut, there was 50, there was 85 from Kusal, um, 52 from Angelo, um, yeah, even coming the Mendes, uh, debutant, um, also made Pretty 61. Sure debuted, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I think it was just the fact that Sri Lanka finally got their act together and they stopped... They stopped treating Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Swepson as like these godlike spinners. And yeah. <laughs> just just played them as 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 you would, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they really. They, I, also, I think to me it was more of a mental switch because um, I'm looking at I'm looking at Lyon's figures, right? And he bowled okay, but you know, two wickets for 194 runs at three runs and over, like that's you know that's what you want to see, like just getting forward, smothering the spin. Um, you know, it's, mm. it's all it's all a mental game, and 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 I was just really impressed with the way Sri Lanka held their resolve. I think that was the main that was the main key takeaway for me. Instead of just collapsing yeah. in like twenty overs, they were like, no, 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 we're going to stick it out. We're going to we're going to play everything carefully. And um, yeah, next thing you know, you know, an innings victory. Like who would have who would have thought? Like it's unheard of. It's I mean, often you know, often Sri Lanka's been on the receiving end <laughs> of an innings mm-hmm. <laughs> defeat. So Definitely. it was very nice to see. Yeah, I think the I think the main one of the big takeaway points for myself was I think we spoke about it on the, on the previous episode as well how how utterly disgusted we were at uh, the way that there was a lack of players taking ownership um, during the, the during the second batting innings right yeah. and just to see I don't know if they I mean I don't know man maybe someone plugged this podcast and one they might not have heard what we had to say about him but they definitely flicked the switch and they I mean I mean even someone like coming to Mendes right you wouldn't expect him to do what he did and I think mm. he's he batted for a while as well mm-hmm. um just well, it, it, it it's so mind-boggling like there's no there's no way to just like to be able to foretell what Lanka's going to give you on any given day <laughs> like it's just like you could either you know get bowled out for 130 odd when you shouldn't you could give Nathan Lyon four for ten yeah. right <laughs> or, or you can give like you know um oh, sorry it was Travis said four for ten or yes. Nathan Lyon like two for one like what how much was it it was so many runs it yeah was like a yeah so 
ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so you talked talked about Jai Surya, and um, I think he actually had one of the best figures in 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 a while. Actually, yeah. I think he's in the top five of all time since yeah. the since the epitome of cricket, right? Test yes. cricket. Yes. Um, and he obviously got uh, got man of the match. So congratulations yeah. to him. Yes. Let's talk about this one player that I really really want to uh, get. Uh, deep dive about uh, Mr. Dinesh Chandimal, who oh, I yeah. got man of the series. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about records. I think he's the he's the first person to hit a double century yep. um, against Australia. Obviously, yes. like the highest individual score. Um, well, and the guy previous was 192. Uh, it was Sangakara, actually. I think mm. that was the Hobart test, if I'm not res- mistaken, oh. where Rudy Curtin gave him incorrectly not yeah. out um, which is an absolute shocker but yeah. let's not get into that yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Chandimal because I think there was a there was a quite a evident shift in gear for him yes I think when we were nine down I think we put on a fair few amount of runs and I yeah. think he absolutely obliterated Stark obliterated a kid's ribs as well outside yeah. the stadium mm-hmm. if you saw the highlights oh yeah um what are your thoughts on Chandimal and just the way that he how he paced <laughs> the innings and how he chose when to attack and when to defend I'll tell what you what your thoughts on yeah, look, I'll tell you what, Hasid. I think every Sri Lankan fan has a bit of a love-hate relationship with Dinesh Chandimal, right? Um, mm-hmm. In the first test, he made a golden duck. He literally just came and went, right? <laughs> mm. And then next thing you know, this man scores a double hundred, right? The the thing with Chandimal is a player who had so much promise and so much, you know, uh, talent. And he still has a lot of talent. He's a very talented guy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a mental thing for me. I think, you know... If he if he gets that really really good ball, like he won't he won't be able to put it away. He'll he will get bowled. He will get out. But when he has his day, he really has his day. And I was watching a few highlights of that of that innings. And honestly, at the start, like I didn't the way he was batting at the start, I I couldn't see him actually getting a double ton. I was like, you know, he was scratchy. He was poking around. He was um, mm-hmm. you know, he was waiting for Stark to bowl that loose delivery. Um, he was very watchful. And, you know, I thought, oh, he probably will just get like an 80 or a, or a 70 and, you know, call it a day. But the way he pressed on, it felt like he actually sort of lifted. Like he, he changed gears all of a sudden. Yeah. Especially the last 50 runs, you know, when he was just smashing, um, you know, Stark and, and Lion all over the spot. Like, you know, it was a... It, it took me back to 2012, Dinesh Chandimal, um, who was a bit of... <laughs> who was a very enterprising, young, you know, aggressive kind of player. Yeah. He's very much a touch player, Chandima. Like, he's not a big bloke. He's very, you know, skinny arms, skinny frame. Um, he's the kind of bloke that... average Sri Lankan cricket player, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not, he's not ripped like you, Hasith, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know what you mean, though. He's definitely no Avishka Fernando. Or no. He doesn't, definitely has that, like, physical prowess, but... No. No, that's a good point. I think he's a very technical batsman, and I think yes. that's that's where his strength lies, right? Yeah. When he tries to do things that are outside of his scope, sometimes he gets into a bit of strife. Yeah. I kind of... Um, my opinion is he actually has like a similar temperament to that of that enjoys a silver with the bat that's yep. how i feel anyway right yes, yes. both incredibly talented batsmen um that need to stick to their strengths and when they try to hit outside of their strengths sometimes you get into a bit of strife yeah um until unless well i mean once you're set right once you're on 150 odd you can do whatever the hell you want pretty yeah. much at that point right yeah. but um no i definitely agree he was very scratchy at the start and yeah. um you know obviously coming off the the previous test going out for a golden duck, he'd be yep. under immense pressure. You know, he's in his twilight years as well. Yeah. You know, he's been in, in and out of the squad mm. um, in the in the white ball format for a while. And yeah, I mean, let's talk about um, 
I want to talk about uh, the partnership you have with Ramesh Mendes as well. He's yes. not someone that's very prolific. If you have a look at the amount of runs he scored, he scored 29 off 98 yeah. balls. So definitely playing like an anchoring role, allowing yeah. Chandimal to sort of have a bit of faith in, mm. you know, the other bloke at the at the end and, um, you know, accumulating runs on that behalf. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Ramesh's in- innings? Ramesh, you know, he played he played the that 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 supporting hand that you need a that you need to play if you're a low order batsman and you're batting with a, a bloke that is in form, right? You you just you just hold the fort and and let the other bloke you know tee off and uh, score those bulk runs. And I think Ramesh did a great great job of that. I mean, twenty nine of ninety eight balls, mm-hmm. you know, that just has you know Cheteshwar Pujara all over it. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm not having a dig at Pajara. He's he's solid bat, but you know he. I think that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's a mental game. It's a mental game. Look, I mean, you know, even coming the Mendes, right? Sixty-one mm-hmm. from 137 balls. You know, it's it's just it's all about it's all about the application, right? And mm-hmm. you know, if you look how if you if you look how long Sri Lanka's first innings was, it, it, they lasted 181 overs, right? Yeah, 181 overs, just just batting out there, making the Aussies toil. That's 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 what you want, you know. Uh, you know, none of these bowl, none of these Aussie bowlers are exceptionally scary. Like maybe Cummins, Cummins on a good day. Um, but yep. if you look at this, if you look at if you look at Australia's bowling attack, right? The only real threats in that in that bowling attack was to me was was probably Cummins, Lyon, to a lesser degree Schwepson. But the other mm-hmm. th- the other like the other bowlers, Manus Labuschagne, Travis Head, Cameron Green. You know, uh, you're forgetting uh, one bloke, then you are. You know, and you know, and, and, away, and, a, and, a, and a wayward Mitchell Stark. Um, <laughs> you know, you're you're going. Hey, to... Mitchell Stark with a new pill. He he, he can get he can get it to talk, right? I mean, yeah. He did take four for four for eighty nine. He did. He so... did. He did get wickets. <laughs> he did get wickets. He did bowl well. But yeah. again, uh, Mitchell Stark and uh, Chandimal are, are very similar in the in the type of players they are. When they when they when they're hot, they're red hot, right? Mm-hmm. When they're having a terrible day, they have a really bad day. Like there is no sort of middling sort of performances from either of these two players and um mm-hmm. and, you know full credit to Sri Lanka like I think you know especially in such uh, intense political times over there um to be able to see to see Sri Lanka come come back like this and, and win the game um it, it certainly warmed my heart and uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and and it's it's even more impressive because in the first innings you know Manus Labuschagne scored a ton uh, Steve Smith was not out on 145 as well, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the Australians made a very strong statement on day one, right? Yes. Day one of that test Definitely. match, I, I read the match report, I published a match report, and I literally said in the title, Australia dominate day one, because they did, right? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, and as I published the article, I was like, man, how is Sri Lanka going to get come back from this? Because, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Smith was not out, and I was like, oh, he, if he gets a double ton, it's, it's all over for Sri Lanka. But It's a rock. Yeah. But uh, given Jaisira's amazing bowling, beautiful left arm spin, he, he he's a very he's a very humble kind of bloke. Like he he doesn't come across as like a threat or like some kind of bloke that's going to cause serious damage. But you know, mm-hmm. I was watching his left arm spinners, and they were you know just the way he tossed it up and got a little bit of drift, a little bit of spin, but just kept putting in the right spot. You know, getting the getting that outside edge. Um, yeah, like he's a real. He's a real find. He's a real find. I, I've, you know, prior, prior to this game, I'd never heard of him. Um, yeah. So, do you yeah. think uh, slightly reminiscent of uh, Mr. Ranganaherath, or Ooh. what do you think? Ranganaherath. Oh. <laughs> Very we early all, to say, obviously. We, but, we all uh, love. Yeah, we all love Ranganaherath. I think Ranganaherath was a more sidearm bowler. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Ranganaherath is way more experienced. He's he's Ranganaherath is way more accurate than Prabhat Jaisuriya. Um, mm-hmm. Like Herath was just always on point. Like every ball, he wouldn't miss it. It's always on the spot. 
Pravad Jaisir was a little bit wayward at times, but he got enough spin to cause cause the damage, which which he did, right? A six for yeah. in the first innings and a six for in the second innings. Like you, you can't ask for more than that from your from your you know from your premier spin bowler. So um, mm-hmm. with a few more games, if he improves his accuracy, he can definitely enter the Rangana Herat sort of realm of left arm spin. But but we all know Herat is like too early to say. Yeah. yeah, he's on another level, certainly. Yeah. Perfect. I think we might uh, wrap up that mini segment, Nuan. Um, yes. I do want to talk to you about uh, white ball cricket, one mm. of my favourite formats, uh, <laughs> ODIs. England and India, right? Mm. So we'll talk about the second ODI. Yes. For those of you that don't know, England uh, scored 246 of 49 overs. They actually won by 100 runs exactly. Yeah. Um, India were bowled out for 146 after just batting for 38 and a half overs. Now, yeah. um, a few of the highlights that we can talk about. Um, in terms of the bowling, I think one of the guys that I did want to ask you about, Nuan, is uh, Reese Topley. Yeah. Um, bloke uh, bowled 9.5 overs, got figures for, of 6 for 24, yeah. economy of 2.44. Um, obviously, match-changing uh, you know, spell uh, yeah. spells, but... Mm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that on that game as a whole? And obviously, a team like India, you don't expect them to get bowled out for 146. Yeah, um, I so. yeah absolutely. And uh, sorry, continue. You were saying? No, I just wanted to hear your thoughts, Nuan. Um, oh, look, <laughs> Reese Topley. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something about Reese Topley. This guy has been around for a while, and he's an absolute giant. Okay, he, st- <laughs> he stands at six foot seven, Hasid. Okay, well, wow. like. I, I was reading. I was prior to the episode. I was I was reading up about him. In every in every like junior match or every cricket match that he's played, he's always been the tallest guy in the team. Uh-huh. Six foot seven. Okay, so this guy's a giant. So when he releases the, the ball, when he releases the ball, it's coming from like the heavens. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's coming from the sky. It's coming from the sky and just like you know, yeah. just comes in. So you know, been kissed by God. That's what it is. Yeah. So you know, in terms of uh, in terms of like you know what. What uh, the the kind of value he brings to the England team, just in terms of physicality alone, it's it's priceless, right? England, mm-hmm. England have tall blokes, of course, but but never someone of the stature of of Reece Topley. And um, how tall is um? Now that you mentioned height, how tall is uh, Mark Wood? He's, I think he's quite tall. Isn't he's he? quite tall too, but I, I think he's just like sort of he's over six foot. Mm. Probably the six foot. No, we're close to Topley. Six foot seven is just another. <laughs> The dude's almost three meters, in my opinion. <laughs> three <laughs> you know? meters? Oh, no, no. <laughs> He's a giant. You relax again, Noah. This yeah, is the second episode where I'm telling you. Yeah, you relax, okay. all right? I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> but Reese Topley, no. you know, um, mm. funnily enough, he's actually played in uh, he's played in the Big Bash as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's played a couple of games for the Melbourne Renegades. I think around 2015-16 you know, um, era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was the real destroyer in that second ODI for England. You know, he took uh, he took six for twenty four, um, which were like which are actually the best ODI bowling figures by an Englishman in like what twenty years or something at Lords. There was some, oh, some really? yeah, there was some stat uh, out there as well. So I, okay. I thought that was quite interesting. But but uh, you know, India were, were in all kinds of trouble, and um, I feel like what this ODI showed for me is that. Maybe I'll get a lot of Indian fans hating on me, but I'm going to say it. I, I feel like India's depth is not quite what they believe it is, okay? Um, I'm looking at... I'm looking at... Look, I'm looking... Uh, in, just, for the, just, in, uh, just in terms of bowling, I, I mean, you know, Yuzvendra Chahal bowled well for far, but this guy called Prasid Krishna, I've not seen him before, but he was the most expensive bowler for India. Mm-hmm. Because he got 6.62... 
But I also feel like the, the batting, yeah, that batting was where India was let down immensely. You know, Rohit Sharma, 10-ball duck. Rishabh Pant, 5-ball duck. Um, mm-hmm. You know, little contributions from Hardik Pandya and, and whatnot. But but they were all just undone by by the uh, the bounce of Topley. Um, you know, was, it the, was it the bounce, do you think? That's what it was? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, a lot of the wickets that uh, Topley got, you know, a lot of them were caught behind. So Shikhar Darwin, you know. Virat Kohli also caught behind uh-huh. a lot of catches. Um, I mean, Chahal got done by a Yorker, but uh, yeah. but man, Topley. I was watching those highlights. He he's really he's a pretty big, scary kind of bloke um, when he runs yeah. in. But uh, I don't know. It just begs the question. I mean, yes, India won the first ODI, um, and they absolutely skittled England. <laughs> but mm. like you know, when you're gonna, wh- how often are you gonna see that kind of banana swing from uh, from Bumrah <laughs> and and uh, you know, um, I think Hardik Pandya and stuff like that. Yeah. Mohammed Shami, you know. Yeah. Really interesting games, though. Like, England is a very weird place to play cricket, Hasip, because, yeah. you know, half of the half of the game, the ball's going to zip around and it's, like, unplayable. And then the moment the sun, the sun comes out, the pitch becomes a batting paradise. So, yeah. it's one of those things where one team has a good day, the other team will just capitulate. So, we saw that in the second mm. ODI, but... There is a man I do want to talk about later on, and that is the uh, that is the former King Coley. Former I've, King Coley. I mean, I know. Yeah, very, that's a fair call. We'll, we'll, proceed. We'll, proceed. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll unpack his career in a bit more depth in a later episode, but he, he is a player I do want to talk about because the way he has fallen uh, in form in the last mm. two and a bit years is, is alarming. It is, yeah. You know, it, it, it really boggles my mind how such a incredible player can be making such basic errors uh when he's batting now and to me it, it seems like it's a purely mental thing um because we all know how great Coley is and well was is i mean he hopefully still is great but i want to mm. just unpack that with numbers and statistics and sort of paint the decline of Coley in a bit more detail but we'll we'll, we'll talk about, about that a bit later but uh but you yeah, know ter- we- but you yeah, know terrific win um for england and I think the third ODI is happening tonight at 8 p.m. Melbourne time. If anyone is interested to watch, I I think I might watch it because it is the deciding game, and uh, we should hopefully be in for some uh, very in- interesting and exciting cricket. That's for sure. What's your What's your prediction for tonight's game? Do you reckon Topley can do it again? I think he can. I mean, he's he's so weird to face, and they're playing at they're playing at Manchester, so I think they're playing at the Oval, I believe. Um, uh-huh. So that is typically a. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, oh, sorry, they're not playing at the Oval, they're playing at Old Trafford. So Old Trafford okay. is typically a, a batting paradise. Uh, you know, the last six games at Old Trafford have been 290 plus totals. So we yep. can expect a high scoring game, but if uh, Topley has a good day and uh, he gets, he gets into that steep bounce, then yeah, it could be, uh, could be very difficult for India once more, but uh, they do have the batting Would power you, uh... as well. Mm. Would you make any changes into this into this batting lineup? Is that where you, do you think players need to come and go, or do you think they just need to change their mindsets? You got players think, like obviously like Sharma and Darwin. Yeah, I think those are like your your stock standard players, right? They need to stay in whatever. Because I know Rohit Sharma sometimes takes a little bit of time warming up. Yes, um, but we've all seen how destructive he can be. In oh the, yeah, in the you know in the middle overs and the later overs yeah. of the piece. So, what do you think? 
I mean, well, change the teams, keep the team. I think um, I think a change in the bowling front may be necessary, but I think the batting is is fairly capable. I mean, we all know, yes, like you, like you said correctly, Rohit Sharma is 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 destructive. Like this bloke has scored a double ton in ODIs, right? <laughs> he's done it multiple times. He's right? done it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I think the batting is is good. I think India just had a bad day out. Uh-huh. In, India just got a little bit. Uh, they, they were they they were not prepared for the Topley challenge, right? It must have been because I'm just having a look now, right? Looking, you know, mm. Rohit Sharma, zero off ten, yeah, pretty bad, right? Yeah. Shikhar Dhawan, nine off twenty six, yeah, you know, striker of thirty four, yeah, Virat Kohli, sixteen off twenty five, striker yeah. of sixty four, you know yeah. what I mean? So, mm. you know, like uh, they must have really been bowling in good areas initially, or yeah. India's mindset must have been different because I know Shikhar Dhawan normally isn't one to have such a low strike rate. If he no. faces like four overs, you'd expect him to score you know, at least fifteen twenty runs, right? But yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, not sure. I mean, let, let's be real. Like the top five of India's batsmen are not batsmen that have sub hundred strike rates, right? <laughs> um, exactly, you know, especially Rishabh Pant. But yeah. I mean, he faced five balls. But I yeah. mean, I mean, even even Surya Kumar Yadav, um, he was de- he was devastating in the IPL. Um, yeah, you know, and that's why he's here in the ODI team. But uh, I mean, even in the first ODI, I'm pretty sure he he went crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went uh, he went absolutely crazy. Yeah, but. Um, uh, it's fascinating. Playing playing cricket in England is just such a weird experience for anyone, I find. Mm. Because you can go from hero to zero and then zero to hero <laughs> in a yeah. matter of in a matter of days. And uh, and you know you go from blaming the pitch and then then you say it's a good pitch and then you know <laughs> that's yeah. something I've noticed about about it's cricket in England. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So we might just wrap that one up. I want uh, just before we before we sign off, Noah, I did want to ask your opinion on a few other things, just quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sri Lanka, Pakistan have come over to Sri Lanka at the moment. I think yep. we are, are in the midst of the second innings. Yes. I think uh, Sri Lanka had like a late flourish as well. We managed yep. to score just over two hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yep. Um, and we, we weren't looking like we we're going to score that at all. But right now, I think uh, I think you might know better than than I. Do we have yeah. Pakistan three or? Three down or four down? Well, at the at the time of this podcast, so <laughs> remember when this when this gets uh, published, obviously it'll be a bit, uh, it'll be a bit outdated. But at the time of this podcast, Pakistan are currently sixty nine for four, trailing by one hundred and fifty three runs. So Sri Lanka in their first innings were dismissed for two hundred and twenty two, and uh, Chandimal continued his good form and he top scored with seventy six, but uh, he couldn't really find a lot of support from the other members, um, Angela Matthews. Scored a 15-ball duck, which is uh, unfortunate. <laughs> but uh, Mahesh Thikshana and Oshila Fernando um, scored some. You know, they scored 30s. So uh, this this match is kind of a bit of a. It's a bit of a topsy-turvy game. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say Pakistan are in a good position either. You mm-hmm. know, Abdullah Shafiq and Imam Haq went cheaply, and that man again, Prabhat Jayasuriya, just took another two wickets. So. Uh, mm. So this he's game, for real. yeah, he's for real. This bloke is he's serious <laughs> business. Um, yeah. And oh my goodness, uh, Mohammad Rizwan is out as well. So that's 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 good news. That is um, a big wicket because because the last time I checked, it was Rizwan and Baba Azam at the crease, and those uh-huh. two are those two are kind of like a Sangha Mahela kind of duo. They, re- um, they actually really are. They, they, really they are. Right? That's a good point to make. Yeah, I, and, uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, if those two get going, who, who's who though? Hey, I reckon I'll, Rizwan's yeah. Masanga. Actually, really. I, I mean, know. well, I mean, given that Rizwan is left-handed and, Azam, and yeah. Azam is right-handed, but I think in terms of batting pedigree, I'd definitely say Azam, is, Baba Azam, is of that Sangakara caliber, and uh, Rizwan, 
is more the you know Mahela caliber. But okay. but these two are these two are like you know they're they're like the the big two of of Pakistan yeah, batting yeah. and uh, I'll be we'll, we'll definitely chat about this game once it finishes. But uh, it's definitely an interesting game so far. I, I wouldn't say Pakistan are ahead because uh, if Prabhat Jaisiria gets on a roll, mm-hmm. you never know. You know Pakistan might be all out for like one hundred and fifty or something. Um, yeah, and, and, and knowing Sri Lanka, who knows what's going to happen in the second yeah. inning, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, that, that, that's a good match to talk about. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but there any other games you've been following? I don't know if we've got time. No, I do want to touch on the Island New Zealand. Did you have any thoughts on that? All high-scoring games. I know. Yeah. I think you've written an article about it recently as well. I think I saw. But why do you think these guys are just posting such crazy big scores now? Like every game is, I think, over three hundred. I'll right? tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think my my theory is that look, a lot of Irish cricketers they play. They play domestic cricket in England, right? They play a lot of county cricket. Um, a lot of these Irish batsmen are like are like white ball specialists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, and you're right. <laughs> yes, I just remember I, I did publish an article about this. I I uh, wrote about the New Zealand Ireland game, and uh, that was that was that was a phenomenal game. New Zealand mm-hmm. only won by one run, and they were defending three sixty as well. So like you're like what what on earth happened there? But but Ireland are just one of these teams that like they they are trying to show the world that they're not babies, right? That they're not the mm-hmm. newcomers anymore. That they're here to play. I, I still think their bowling is very average. Uh, I think that's probably the the main reason why they're not like up there with the best yet because their bowling is quite mediocre. But their batting is their real strength. Like they often win games just purely through batting alone. You know, there was that kid called Harry Tector and. And Paul Sterling, he's been around for a while. Really, mm-hmm. really hard-hitting, destructive batsman. You know, I remember the O'Brien brothers back in the mid-2000s. Yep. You know, Ireland have just always had these guys that have come in and out. And, you just know, they... big, yeah. beefy blokes that can hit a ball, huh? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you yeah. know, and, and Ireland are actually a test match nation now. They're, they're, they're being granted test status. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you never know, just a bit more exposure and uh, they will, um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll become a, a very threatening team in the years to come. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, Hazid, um, looks like this Zoom meeting is telling us that we're running out of time as well. So, uh, <laughs> like you said, we will wrap it up there. Um, so much cricket happening these days, but... Uh, too much, almost too much. Oh, I agree. Time. I agree. <laughs> never, never thought I'd hear the day when too much cricket uh, became a became a phrase but uh, look we'll wrap it up there uh, thank you everyone listening in to episode three of uh, in the salmon cricket podcast the feedback so far has been fantastic and we uh, we're really grateful for all the listeners and everyone tuning in but from myself and Hasid, it's goodbye for now and we'll see you in the next episode see you guys Peace.